2: Hi guys. Hi. This is
1: Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie
2: Hewitt.
1: And I was just shoving a salad in my face before we started recording.
2: As I was shoving like rainbow M&M Chips Ahoy in my face. Those look good. They are fucking good. I mean, they're fucking cookies. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I didn't eat breakfast. I was running around. I had to be right next to a sweet green so then I bought some sweet green brought it over and it seems very healthy but i'll let you in on a secret sure i had domino's last night
2: oh bad boy I well know. i had some shit last night myself i'm not too proud of would you have i had a frozen for his macaroni and beef <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow i i mean i thought you were saying macaroni and cheese and then when It was beef. beef, That's a real kick in the pants. I know you didn't see
2: that one coming, (laughs) did you? What
1: does that mean?
2: It is truly the best dofers, and it's only for when you're being really bad. But I had to go to um, I had to go to uh the supermarket last night really late because I realized after we walked BB that we were out of dog food, Mm. and I had to go get him dog food and. I hadn't really eaten dinner, and I was like, I'm just going to get a fucking anything I want frozen. Yeah. And I was like, I think the thing is going to be a macaroni and beef tonight. And basically, it's um, macaroni noodles in a tomato sauce with ground beef. <laughs> oh, so it's like a bolognese. It's like a bolognese, but the sauce, it doesn't really seem like they got like cooked together. It seems... Okay. I mean, it's... It's fucking good. Is
1: it like a sweet spaghettios type sauce?
2: Mm, It's more like it's kind of more fresh. It's like a chunky tomato sauce with like big chunks of like ground beef in it and macaroni.
1: Hey, it sounds good, and it doesn't sound that unhealthy.
2: I looked; it was only three hundred and fifty calories. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, it's just when you. I mean, like the guy who was checking me out at the supermarket. Oh,
1: you got that and dog food, and that was it.
2: And greeny. like toothbrushes for dogs okay. like those breath freshening treats and ice cream oh, yeah. and so he would like not make eye contact with me but that may have just been you That's know on him. he was a, had a problem but yeah. he was just like mm, okay and just sort of check me out and
1: yeah left. well i was in a depressive mood last night not really oh, depressive no. but the reason i got Domino's. Mm-hmm. so i i had to work until like 6 30 last night um john my husband he had a friend from college in town who yeah. she has like a like a finance dude husband uh-huh. and so they were staying at the like the four seasons in beverly hills Ooh. and i was gonna meet them like after i got off work and uh-huh. they were gonna like take us out for dinner but they were like uh-huh. jet lagged so john like met them at four o'clock uh-huh. and i was like i could meet you but i don't want to drive to beverly hills yeah. during rush hour and i was like you know what i'll just go home and like you know it's fine like i'd you know, I, these people are lovely. I've met them a few times, but I don't like need to like yeah. hang out with them. It
2: was his friends.
1: Then he texts me a couple hours later. <gasps> We're at Tom Tom. Oh. We had to sign a release. Oh. Uh, if this is a a Vanderpump Rules reference, if you guys uh, watch oh, Vanderpump Rules, they know. They're yeah, with yeah. Us. Uh, Tom Schwartz and Sheena is here.
2: Wow. And
1: then ten minutes later. Lisa just walked you in. You missed
2: something. Okay. All right. And so hurts. I
1: just wrote, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Like no period, no exclamation point. Like nothing to make it sound like I was being funny or- You weren't being no, funny. No, I wasn't being funny. I, I know was, you weren't. I was deeply jealous. Yeah. And for about an hour, I was deeply angry, both at myself yeah. and at my husband. Um, and at life. And at life. Yeah. And like just scarfing, had just scarfed down Domino's and it was like- it was a dark moment
2: <laughs> i understand i understand well and then today's a new day today's a new day you ate some salad
1: i i did i just shoved a bunch oh god the elote salad at sweet green it's like a summer salad they have corn and goat mm-hmm. cheese and Ooh. then i added blackened chicken to it oh
2: that's it's good. very good and Funny. i have
1: half of it to have after this podcast Hi. Hey. so life is better you know tom tom will still be there yeah Tom tom
2: like, will always be there Lisa will be around for another yeah. six months at least. Yeah. And you still have so, chance of seeing her, yeah.
1: Oh boy. But yeah, that was that was a rough moment. Yeah,
2: that's that that's that's bad for you. <laughs> was- I know. That's I knew that would be that's a bad one for you.
1: Uh so yeah, instead I I drank two glasses of Malbec, I had my dominoes, and then I watched an episode of um, What If starring Renee Zellweger. Your favorite. Which is my new favorite show.
2: Malbec, two glasses of Malbec is not too bad.
1: No, it was like Malbec, a bottle that I had opened maybe five days before. Oh. That was in the fridge.
2: Was it still good?
1: You know, I was in no place to judge wine. I just needed something in my craw.
2: I just, I feel like if you have wine, if I have wine that's open for more than like a day, it's like, it, go, it turns bad. Yeah, you're
1: probably right. I mean, it was in the fridge, so I don't know that it goes bad. Maybe and it's, the it fridge. was like a very, it was the Kirkland signature brand to begin uh-huh. with. So it's sort of like, who's to say? If okay. it's bad to be like, who's to say when it goes bad? Because <laughs> it doesn't really. I mean, it, it's sort I'm of,
2: sure if it, I'm sure if it's in the fridge, it's, it's safe, a it's
1: okay. a functional wine when you're having when you're having when um, you're fucked up. Yeah, when you when just you had Dominoes and your husband is literally at the most exciting restaurant in Los Angeles.
2: He wasn't at the most exciting restaurant. Don't worry, that was just for you personally. Yeah. The rest of the world wouldn't be like. Oh, I have must hear from John about this. No, and
1: like those guys are literally there like several times a week. So it's not like it was a special. If you
2: went to occasion. TomTom every night for like two weeks you would definitely have the same experience absolutely absolutely there's a good chance that that'll happen to you when you go to tom tom yes and we've also seen her there before i've
1: see i see her all the time yeah. whenever i'm in west hollywood like I, I was in west hollywood last week running an errand and i was just walking down beverly and ken her husband yeah. was having lunch outside with some young gay guy and i was like oh this is my life this is like my city this is you my town see-
2: I see Yeah, you see Ken a lot Ken more than Lisa driving his weird car or yeah. doing some weird promotional thing I think Ken
1: like goes to bed probably very early so yeah. he does all of his like business things during the day yeah um, so he's out and about and then I think he like tucks in at around six or seven
2: yeah I've had several Ken sightings mm. and only a few Vanderpump sightings but they're all exciting and they're all sad
1: um yeah but They're as you said
2: underwhelming because it always turns out i'm like oh it's just old people <laughs>
1: just old people <laughs> yep that's all it is very weird uh all right any gwyneth news there wasn't much
2: um she had those bikini
1: photos on instagram that people loved because she was hawking her the goop bikinis the and she looks suits. amazing but that's not really news
2: it's not news, but it's worth, it's notable.
1: Um, Blythe has a new movie coming out this Good weekend. She's really working. I, it's even, it's at AMC, which I have the AMC A list. So I could actually see this movie for free. And yet I don't think I will. Cause it's, um, I think it's her and I want to say John Lithgow. And he oh, is like God. a, a right wing, um, like doomsday end of the world prepper. And in she, real life or in the movie? No, in the movie. And she's like a left wing, um, like hippie, like hoarder person oh. and then they fall in love i guess
2: that's kind of funny she's a hoarder and he's a prepper yeah and they're like what's the difference we're both
1: we're both crazy and old
2: and maybe like they're both like need a bunch of stuff to feel comfortable oh
1: yeah i think it's called the tomorrow man it's not getting great reviews so it
2: sounds good
1: um well if i have time maybe i'll see it but i'm seeing
2: not. rocket man tomorrow i am too which i'm like not i don't know i mean i'll see it i, I don't i guess i'm but- psyched. I don't care at all. I'm sure it'll be good. You don't like Elton John? Yeah, I like Elton John.
1: I love Taron Edgerton in the previews in that little baseball outfit when he shakes his butt.
2: Yeah, I like him in the little baseball outfit. I just don't... I just... I mean, I don't know what I'm going to get out of it that I didn't get from the trailer. Uh, like, just
1: more music.
2: But I... I mean, that music has already been available to me. Sure. <laughs>
1: and like maybe some butts. Who's Bud? Him and um Richard Madden from Game of Thrones is his like manager/slash boyfriend.
2: Which guy who's he on Game of Thrones? He
1: was uh Rob Stark. Okay. Um, not my favorite Stark. You get, but. No. You got Bryce Dallas Howard doing a British accent. You get Like
2: what are you excited about? Is this what you're excited about seeing in the movie?
1: I'm excited I'm excited to see it in Dolby. With the sound blasting and just having a good time listening to Elton John songs, watching him like have sex, do cocaine, do all the fun stuff.
2: I just feel like. In general, I've seen so many of these m- movies. I mean, I remember when I was in college, it was like the renaissance of the music biopic.
1: Oh, with like Ray and Walk the Line and stuff? Sure.
2: Yeah. And I did really like Walk the Line, but that was the first one that... I think that was like the kind of kicked off the the craze. Or maybe it was like during the craze, but it was the first one that I saw.
1: Yeah. Well, and also I feel like it sort of... Because that one, it was good. It sort of... root ru- Like... That regular sort of biopic, Cradle to Grave, like yeah. going, you know, showing a person's whole life. And then like um, Walk Hard came out, which parodied yeah. that. And then after that, I feel like you can't really do those movies because you just can't... There's nothing more to say about anyone.
2: Well, now they're doing them again. Except like it's...
1: actual like musicals.
2: Well, I didn't see the Queen one. Was it like a musical? The Queen
1: one was a total disaster. It, uh, I mean, it had songs, but he didn't even sing in them. It was just Freddie Mercury's voice...
2: Yeah. But um, was that I mean like different from the other type of music biopic? No, and no. is the, but the Elton John music movie is going to be different?
1: Uh I think the Elton John movie is supposed to be a little more like a an actual musical where there's musical numbers that are uh I guess non-diegetic like it's like like a musical where people yeah. just I mean he's breaking into his songs but there's also like you know dancers and stuff that would that is not huh. like it's like heightened life.
2: Yeah,
1: Um, it might not be very good, but
2: I'm sure it'll be good. I just I'm just not I just don't I can't get amped about it. I'm like, Mm. I just don't think it's it's just like not an exciting premise to me.
1: No, I see. It's I mean, yeah, it's a very standard premise. I think like
2: Brian, my Brian is like super excited to go see it. So we're going to see it. But he's been like, oh, we have to get our tickets to Rocket Man. And I was like, I'll get them. That's
1: strange because usually he's just is like that with um, like superhero movies.
2: No, he's like that with all kinds of movies, Uh, but definitely superhero movies.
1: Uh I was gonna see Ma last night, which oh, yeah. I I didn't I was again in the depths of my um Tom Tom depression and you were
2: too depressed I to was, go see Ma. I was
1: too depressed to go see Ma and I was like, I don't wanna drive to the movie theater at nine fifty by myself to see a horror movie in a full theater full of people that are having fun and I'm like a loser. Wow,
2: you were really depressed last night. Yeah. Well, at least you still have Ma. Ma, I'm excited. For. I'm yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, that I'll, is a movie I want to see. I'll
1: probably end up either seeing it late tonight or maybe on Sunday.
2: Yeah, I'll probably see it um, on Sunday. I'm not not tonight.
1: Guys, we're living in a golden age of cinema. We sure. Um, everyone has a movie coming out except for our queen Gwyneth.
2: Well, she just had one. Yeah, that's true. Like, which I'm sure is still out and like still like dominating the box office. Oh, totally. Um it's so f- we act like that like isn't in theaters anymore but i think it is oh
1: yeah it's still um, totally in probably more theaters than any other movie. and it's still
2: like number one like it's a number one movie
1: yeah i think john wick finally uh like beat it last yeah. weekend because we we don't need to talk this is not a movie podcast there's enough movie
2: we gotta get there. into the boffo yeah
1: uh all right gwyneth in a bikini yeah um, important did you listen to goop fellas
2: no, I'm done listening to that bullshit. I'm not putting myself through it again. Did you? I
1: listened to like the first half on the way here. Who uh, was on it? Andrew Zimmern, the um, alcoholic turned bug eater. What? He's like, um, he's a television chef.
2: Who, so he and Seamus, I'm sure. Really yeah, they a know lot each other. Connect f- about.
1: Yeah, they know each other from their like debaucherous period. And so,
2: what about and their clean period too? I and guess. their
1: well, yeah, I don't know that Andrew Zimmern's like he's well, he's clean as far as drinking, but I think he's not like a clean eater because oh. he does he goes around and like eats his uh, I think bizarre foods is his show. Oh yeah. But yeah, he was just talking about um, being an alcoholic and uh, you know squatting and and stealing purses for drinks and well how, so he's a
2: bad person what am I supposed to make of that yeah I
1: mean he got sober and now he helps other addicts so he's a good person I guess no he's not and Seamus I think had similar stories Will Cole probably has never drank anything harder than a
2: no he's a little bitch
1: yeah so he didn't have much to include
2: no of course well I know he drinks because I know that he Is a very light I know he's a lightweight And a really slow drinker because Melissa Hartwig posted and had an Instagram Post about it a few years ago that I still remember because she had Like a shame over and Was posting like I just realized in my Food freedom that How much wine is worth it And for the first time In a really long time I had more wine than I wanted And I had a sluggish workout Which is never okay for me Because I need to have Great workouts Every single morning And I had three glasses of wine So now I'm never going to Order a bottle of wine again Only by the glass Even if it's more expensive Because that's my food freedom That's my rule And I'm just like okay But I knew that In that post She was talking about How her one of her dinner companions was Will Cole, Ugh. and they ordered a bottle of wine, and because Will Cole was, like, such a little bitch and, like, was, like, kind of nursing one glass of wine the entire, like, night, she ended up sort of killing half a bottle, which was, like, too hard much for her, mm. but I was, like, you're all bitches. I don't want to hear about any of your stupid stories no. about how you had two glasses of wine, and now you can't work out. I don't care. Be a man. Be a woman. <laughs> shut up. Drink your wine. Drink a half bed. a bottle of and wine. And it's, like, if it's so, like... You're fine. Just take just be like, Oh, okay, I did that. Yeah. I'll move on. Take
1: an Advil, take a Goop Glow, you're fine. And
2: go and you went to the gym anyway. Oh, she went to
1: the gym anyway?
2: But she but her workout wasn't as good as it could have been.
1: I hear that. Uh well Will Cole I mean, maybe his days his his rock bottom is still to come. You never know. You could develop well, he's got a full
2: blown eating disorder, so that's That's what his addiction is.
1: Uh, and you know what he what he said on the podcast was his disorder was just wanting to help people too much. And he That's not his
2: disorder. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole. It's not his disorder. He's an anti-vaxxer and a piece of shit. All right. I hate him so much.
1: So that was our recap of the first half of the episode of Goopfellas.
2: Right, which I didn't listen to.
1: Uh, let's start with the newsletters, I guess. Nothing else to say about yeah, anything else. Yeah, let's get into it. What was your best of week?
2: <gasps> Did you see the Sakara Life piece.
1: I did. The morning
2: routine of Saqqara Life.
1: It was a, like a double morning routine.
2: Yeah, because they're two girls and they both talked about what their morning routines were. One of the morning routines did, one of the, one aspect of the morning routine did find itself, find its way onto my craziest list. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to admit it's true, but I was sort of re inspired to. Get back into Saqqara life and to do a little cleanse. I've been, you know, I'm not dieting, but I did make some of the sakara recipes. They were really good. It's, like, a really, like, abundant, healthy, like, you know, low-fat, um, high, like, vegetable diet and all vegan. And it seems – it's just – you feel good when you're eating like that. The food is good. It's relatively simple. If you choose wisely from the recipes. Yeah.
1: It looked yeah, it looked good. Like these women look cool. The book looks good. The recipes my best was sort of related to that. It was just the fact that Goop is publishing recipes again because I feel like they haven't Those
2: were all from the book. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like the the one that I looked at that looked really good, but I'll never make it is the sexy cinnamon rolls.
2: Yeah, I'm never gonna make because that. Because
1: they have I mean, it's literally maybe 30 ingredients? I know. It's crazy.
2: They have more simple ingredients in the book, but you have to be, as as I've said with lots of Goop recipes, kind of creative and omit here and there. But a lot of those... Their breakfast recipes are all really complicated because a lot of them are like baked goods with like four million different kinds of like almond flour, coconut flour, weird sugars. And you know it would cost like $400 just to buy all that stuff. Oh,
1: totally. Yeah, this one has um well it's like almond milk coconut oil coconut palm sugar and then the flours are potato starch oat flour white rice flour tapioca starch and then it comes with then baking powder baking soda then you have to add xanthan gum to it then you have to add this chinese herb called mucuna purians and then applesauce and vanilla extract. And that's just for the dough. And then there's a whole other recipe for like the frosting for the um, cinnamon Which, roll. Which,
2: yeah. So, I mean, I've never made anything like that. I've never. Actually, I skipped all of their breakfasts 100% okay. and didn't make any of them. But like the recipes that I think are really good and worthwhile in the book are like the salads and the dinners and the dressings.
1: So, the book that they were advertising is a new book or that's the book that you already have? It's the book I that's have. Book, yeah, but so it's, it's my, new.
2: I mean, it's, it's not. It's yeah. newish. It came out like a month ago
1: um that's exciting and yeah i think i know what you're gonna say about the craziest part of the morning i'm sure routine. you do because yeah. there
2: was something in there that was <laughs> just shook me to my core yeah
1: uh well, well we'll save that for a little later um what was your worst
2: wait what was your best
1: oh my best was just the fact that goop was publishing oh, recipes, recipes again yeah just sort of in general there because i i always i know i always say this that like it's sometimes hard for me to find a best and this one was probably the hardest like because not i didn't oh, really
2: i like this one a lot because really? It, it really spoke to me and it was like a lot of things that were like in my kind of wheelhouse oh, although on. i will say like mm, i a good portion of my list is dedicated to this one article <laughs> sure um okay So, my worst was, of course, unfortunately, the Busy Girl Detox.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: So, I saw there was a Busy Girl Detox and I immediately got thrilled. I love detoxes. I'm not going to do any, but I like to read about them and think about them and imagine maybe doing them. So, the first list of recipes is all just coconut yogurt with different shit. Like, that's for your breakfast. Yeah, it's just
1: yogurt fruit except not even real yogurt
2: it's coconut yogurt and fruit then it's like different and grain free gluten free whatever free granola mm-hmm. and then you add different fruits to it and make different you know kinds of I guess concoctions recipes whatever and they looked fine Um, I'll just go ahead and spill the, well I'll wait but there was also this kind of informed something for me later on the list um, Whatever, no problem there I get it, yogurt, berries, granola That's a good healthy breakfast And then they tell you these And then, oh no, sorry They don't get into the juices until later They tell you these like hacks for a salad bar Those are all the lunches And I don't know what the hell salad bar These women are going to Because the first one is called Sushi Style You get brown rice, cooked salmon, shredded carrot, cucumber Avocado, scallion, pickled ginger, tamari, and seaweed I what? Where am I going to the salad bar? Yeah, what is it just at a poke store? I guess a poke
1: place, or like I know it, at Gelson's they have the like sushi counter, but it's all like pre. I don't know that you could so ask then, the people to just give you the rice and the tamari. And yeah, stuff. the
2: tip is go to the sushi counter and grab your cooked rice, pickled ginger, and tamari. Then grab a seaweed snack pack from the snack aisle. Maybe so Whole Foods has. You that? go. I have no idea. Around, so you go to the sushi counter. Ask for ask them for cooked rice tamari and and pickled ginger then you go to the snack pack you get a seaweed snack pack and then you get all the other stuff from the salad bar i guess i would just be like really embarrassed going and like doing that in a store and yeah like, like, now, so. if you go to the
1: grocery store and you're like oh can i just have a thing of brown rice? Right? i mean i guess they i don't know i feel like they do have that stuff though
2: They do I guess But I mean Because when I first read it I was imagining going to like The sushi Because there are markets Where they like Have the sushi guys Like behind the counter Yeah
1: they do that at Gelson's Yeah
2: Um, Taco style is just Quinoa, black beans Shredded cabbage Radish, cilantro Pico de gallo Jalapeno, guacamole Also pico de gallo I don't know where you're getting that Cilantro is a maybe Guacamole is a maybe At a salad bar
1: I mean I guess if you go to like Chipotle
2: This is all stuff You're supposed to get Like at a literal salad bar Yeah I don't know And then this – and then the final one is like meze style, green veggies, kalamata olives, arugula, parsley, olive oil, and lemon. That's also all – I mean, I don't know where – these are all big question marks, especially the parsley, the kalamata um, olives – and any cooked vegetable, those are all those are all question marks at a salad bar.
1: Yeah, cooked vegetables. Well, they even say, like, you can maybe get them at the deli counter. I don't know. I
2: mean, I think, like, the Whole Foods hot bar. Yeah. I think it seems like a lot of the stuff you'd be, like, mixing stuff from the hot bar and the cold salad bar. But, like, that wouldn't be at Gelson's. That would just be, like, at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. And
1: then there's, like, an olive bar. But you're supposed to pay for those separately which i
2: guess maybe they do i don't know it just seems like a big like you like this it's not the point of the salad bar the salad bar is you just put dump all the stuff in your box and go and
1: if you're such a busy girl just order some takeout like order delivery. at this
2: point you would do better to just get postmates whatever they're talking about um, but then they also tell you to drink these flow waters, which do look really good. Like a watermelon and lime flow refresher. I don't really know. I think they're just sort of like hint waters or something.
1: Yeah. Cause this whole article is obviously sponsored by flow water.
2: It's an alkaline spring water with like some flavoring.
1: Oh, so it's like, yeah, it's like, um, not vitamin water, but
2: the like, do you know hint? Hint. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. I think it's like that. And um, then- that sounds good. There are like several salads you can make for dinner using baby kale. And I do find this one to be more... These salads seem more manageable just because you actually... Or they're not all salads. One of them is like a pesto, but it also features baby kale. One is a stew with baby kale. But they're actual recipes that you just make at home. And you don't have to go to a salad bar in the middle of the day (laughs) and like wreak havoc on everybody who works at the supermarket. You can just sort of buy ingredients and cook them normally.
1: And I do agree that for a green to have at home, if you have one, like baby kale is the most versatile green because yeah. it's sort of the only one that you can do as both can salad it. and like a stew cooking.
2: Right. I mean, I guess the other one would maybe be baby spinach, but I'm oh, not a true. baby spinach fan. Yeah, I don't really like spinach. Because I don't spinach. like it. I think it just gets too soggy and I don't like, I hate cooked spinach. I really don't like it.
1: Yeah, I I don't mind cooked spinach like in stuff, um, but yeah, by itself it's so gloopy and soggy, and then and then salads raw, it's not crispy enough. Yeah, I do kind
2: of like the flavor of it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so okay, I agree with them, baby kale. So that was my worst. But yeah, like although I do kind of want to make these dinner recipes,
1: they look fine, but they don't. You don't really need a recipe. Like it's just sort of like if you have baby kale. You know
2: The white bean and tomato stew with kale. Oh, that that looks look good.
1: good. Uh, My worst was the Elise Lunen, uh, closet. like Architectural Digest style spread about her closet.
2: I mean, it's like, who, I've asked before, I'll ask again, who was listening to this woman?
1: So, I mean, How does
2: she manipulate these people? She's
1: going to be a television star soon because she's going to host the big... Netflix goop show starting in the fall. So we have to get used to... Um, we don't and, have to. And I feel bad because I think before I might have like um, been mean about her appearance. And I really don't want to do that again because I think she is like a very pretty woman. Um, it's just...
2: You it's just, I don't, don't, don't want to be mean about her appearance because you think she's pretty. Well,
1: no, That's not... That's not what I meant. I meant I just... I, okay. I'm just not going to talk about her appearance. She's Elise loonin. I don't like... When she hosts the podcast, she irritates me. End of story. This house that she has. First of all, how much it's in the hills of Brentwood. How much is Gwyneth paying her? How much money she does she have? She was you rich before. You couldn't
2: get a job like this if you weren't already That's rich. Because you couldn't know about this shit unless you're rich.
1: It is a Quincy Jones designed mid-century modern home in the hills of Brentwood. I So obviously this stems from a lot of jealousy on my part.
2: It's a um, really nice house.
1: It is a nice house, but I don't like, I didn't like the before and I didn't like the after.
2: Okay. I liked uh, both.
1: Okay. So before she had, she sort of was, you know, decorating it like she did. She used to live in um, uh, an apartment on the Lower East Side of New York. So it was sort of like, there's a lot of books everywhere and trinkets and knickknacks and whatever, but it didn't really go with sort of the minimalist architectural style of the house. So now she um, she sort of like Marie Kondoed herself with the help of the sponsor of this post, California Closets. Um,
2: she used to have – yeah, she used to hate her closet. And she was like, you have to remember, these houses were designed for middle-class war families during World yeah, War right. II. Yeah, right, the hills of Brentwood. And so, you know, they don't have a lot of spor- storage because it was in the 40s and no one had, sto- no one had anything or something. And it's like, well – isn't this isn't the real answer to like have less shit i don't know
1: yeah so she buy
2: new shit as in a new closet
1: so like is this a closet i don't really get it like it's like um a closet that goes just in your house it's not actually part of the house
2: um it's a closet that is your closet (laughs) so like they design closets so you have to already
1: have a closet a space for a closet
2: well yeah you need a space to put it in and then they design and install it got it Like how our, like every closet's been like designed and installed at some point, but they just do it in a special way or whatever. That's like more efficient or maybe looks better or whatever.
1: Uh, Now I get it. Elise loves the new closet and how she can see everything she owns organized in a space that truly feels reflective of her home style.
2: I thought it looked really boring. Like, I thought the one she had before that she hated so much looked a lot nicer, actually.
1: Yeah, because, like, at least it sort of... I mean, it was probably... there There was more stuff in it than maybe there should have been, but, like, it was at least in that sort of cool you know, sixties style, the new yeah. with the California closets, the minimalist, it looks very like Scandinavian designs, which doesn't seem, it's not really the same style. I
2: thought they, The style was, I thought the style was comparable. I thought it looked like a more modern version of it. I just thought that like, yeah, the original closet, which I'm sure was not the original closet of the house, but like the one that w- there was when she moved in was, she called a reach in closet. And it was like one of those closets where it's like sliding, like the door slides, and yeah. it had like kind of a cool sliding door on it. And then she got it replaced and it's all wood now. And it has the thing where like the top part it opens kind of like an armoire type of thing, like opens. And then at the bottom, there are all these drawers.
1: Yeah, really like thin drawers. It, re- it reminds me, I think my, my parents redid their house in this style when I was a kid in like the like early 90s. It just yeah, it had that.
2: like a 90s vibe. And it also, um, I don't know. I just, I think. I guess I can see why that would be easier for some people to have built-in drawers, but I just, I guess it's just a, it, it has never made sense to me why people are like, I need built-in drawers in my closet because can't you just have a dresser? I just, I guess I just have never really understood because to me, it just seems like you have, then you end up having less space because the drawers take up your closet space. Yeah. And then so then you have your shoes in like a drawer i guess people just think it looks nicer i don't i just i'm not a i'm not a drawers person
1: no me neither um and even then, in
2: my bedroom i don't have drawers i have like a um i have like one of those things i mean it's scandinavian so not your style but i have like from ikea like just like a shelving unit with like baskets in it and that's what i use oh, instead okay. of drawers instead of like a dresser
1: yeah i've always had drawers i don't know but I can never keep anything organized, so...
2: My shit is so crazy. I'm doing a huge, like, KonMari in my house Ooh. right now. And it's destroying my life.
1: Uh, so the end of this article, they have a shop, The Story. And you can buy the Elise denim shirt if
2: you want to look it's just like the Ali- Elise. Yeah, it's I did... The- okay, look. I know we've talked a lot of shit about Elise, but I did like her style in this picture. Although I still... I will never like her hair, but I did like her outfit. I
1: don't know. It's a lot of denim and those... Uh, it's a lot of high-waisted jeans.
2: That's the look, That's Brian. The look. And That's I just
1: the... want to know how much this house cost? How much money Gwyneth pays her? What the fuck her husband her like farting video game playing husband does He's for her. He's a, a living. video game millionaire. He's a video game millionaire. Jesus Christ. Uh, and so, what
2: kind of jeans do you want women to wear?
1: I don't know. There has to be a middle ground between high rise and low rise. <laughs> like mid, like just a good pair of Levi's 501s. Okay. Just a, you know, slip them on, slip them off. Just like what a cool girl would wear. Like, no, like not a girl that would pay that much attention to what she's wearing or what she's eating. A girl that, like, can, you know, eat a double cheeseburger and fries and still, like, talk about sports with the guys, but then gives an amazing blowjob. Get out. That's I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. That's I'm the kind of, that's of jeans I want a girl to wear. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Well, I'm very sorry I asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: what was your craziest or your saddest
2: Alright well as Teased um, I Um Chose as my Craziest from the Sakara Life morning routine Double article uh, Daniel Dubois was going through her morning And she said that every single morning she and her husband Dry brush each other <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was lunacy.
2: So and she was like, because you got to keep it fresh and you have to keep on doing new stuff. With in order other. to keep your
1: relationship sexy. Like what is less sexy than like, like Rushing brushing the dead, dead skin, skin
2: off a person? Uh, it's
1: crazy.
2: And it's and like she said
1: every morning. And it
2: seems like is it just to like get the parts that are hard to reach or are they like making like a whole sex thing about I it? I
1: don't know. Do they do it in the bathroom? Are they both like nude in the shower like I just picture them. Where's like, their
2: child? I
1: have no idea. How long does this take in the morning?
2: I mean, it must take at least half an hour because f- I think it's supposed to take like 15 minutes per person.
1: And do they do it one at a time, or do they both do it? To do each they other both at the have it, and they're like time?
2: scrubbing each other? I think one does it, and then the other one. And then
1: this to them leads to sex.
2: I think instead of having sex is what they of do. Having sex. Yeah. Okay. To like stay intimate.
1: I want to know. First, because she's very... Like, both of these Sakara women are very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to know what her husband looks like. Okay. And then I would decide whether I would want to dry brush him or not. Okay. <laughs> Based on what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then I'll tell you if this is crazy or sad or neither. If he's... I mean, hey. If he looks so like... So
2: you think if he's hot, it's not crazy or sad?
1: Correct. If he looks like the guy from What If? Sorry, but it's looking. already
2: her husband. I mean, like she's she has a child with him. It's yeah. not like this is her one opportunity to see him naked. <laughs> that's true. This is just how they choose to spend their time.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. But I want to know what all of these husbands look like. I want to know what Elise's husbands look, looks like. I want to know what I guess I could Google them. The only husband I know who what he looks like is Gwyneth's Brad. Yeah,
2: yeah, we know what Brad Falchuk looks like. That's for sure.
1: And I mean, he's not my type, but i got it i
2: watched an episode of pose
1: he wasn't on it no it was just oh like yeah yeah he, Pose he, is great i can't wait for the second season yeah it's um it gets better like did you watch the first episode yeah the the writing and the acting i think gets better as it goes along
2: it's just a little um sanitized for the subject matter sure i thought it's yeah. a little it's a very like squeaky clean modern kind of idealized version of of what that life was like.
1: Yeah. No, it's a show for...
2: Like kids. Every Well,
1: yeah. Sure. I mean,
2: it seems like it's for like teenagers for who everyone like to watch, yeah. never lived on the Lower East no. Side and like in the 80s, <laughs> which I did, everybody. <laughs> Whoa. I was hardcore. Core. Thanks.
1: Uh, House of Hewitt.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. So my... I mean, that dry brushing thing was truly insane. It was so sad. Uh, so I had... Is this the craziest or saddest? I think a little bit of both. Um, It's the jewel process, uh, which is is basically um, using the chakras, like the the principle of the chakras, to grow your business. Or like it was very confusing. It made no sense. So we all know the chakras are like the different power sources in the body. Goop has tried to sort of expand the definition of chakras. Like we had recently um Lauren Roxborough uh using she's like
2: is this about chakras Chakras, I don't know (laughs) like
1: the foam roller chakras now we have the business chakras um and so instead of the parts of the body or the power centers of the body it is the steps you have to take in order to start a successful business but they're called chakras it makes no sense of course this woman wrote a book it's called the jewel process um and then she just goes by the seven chakras the first chakra
2: But it has no explanation of like what you're supposed to do with your chakras or like what it doesn't. I still don't understand. I think the
1: chakras are just a metaphor for the steps it takes to order to, to start a business. Like I don't think that it has anything to do with the actual chakras in the body. It's just like this is the first chakra of business. Start a business. This is the second chakra of business. Spark creativity. The third chakra. Be confident. So it's just literally appropriating this ancient modality in the vocabulary of goop. And mm. using it to sell books and make and white make rich people whiter richer. and richer. Um, and yet, I thought, oh, they have some good points here.
2: I was just wildly confused the entire time because I was like, her business is about like stones and then also something about chakras. But then like. Well, her this- business
1: is about chakras. So it's like, of course, you're going to talk about chakras because you're literally writing a book about chakras. I
2: thought her business was about jewels.
1: Well, she wrote a book about oh, oh, I don't even know. What's her
2: book about?
1: It's called The The Jewel, the jewel process. process. So it's actually a, she she sells jewels on the side.
2: Building a business with your spiritual integrity as well as your bottom line intact, using the ancient Hindu chakra system as an organizing principle, each chapter illuminates a core tenant of healthy business practice. I don't know. I don't know what it has to do with jewels. I don't understand anything about it.
1: Yeah, I thought the jewels were a metaphor too, but maybe... No, she
2: literally sold... South. She South sold North. a um a Turkish evil eye made out of diamonds oh. and sapphires... That was like her first big thing.
1: Oh yeah. It says she has a jewelry line. All right. I didn't read this well enough. It's still crazy.
2: It's very it the more information you get about it, the less it makes sense.
1: And if you're selling so many jewels, if your business is doing so well, why do you have to write about a book about chakras?
2: Yeah. Stop growing as a creative person. (laughs) You already have something. Don't Uh, write a book.
1: Oh yeah, and then it has a bio. Vanessa Candiati is a jeweler, a mindfulness teacher, and an author. Aren't we all? She lives Mm -hmm. in London where she works with clients who are looking to connect to their true purpose. Her first book, The Jewel Process, draws on her experience building a successful jewelry brand. I should have read this first. And Mm -hmm. later coaching other women seeking to use meaningful business practices. I
2: love when people like their book is about how they wrote that book and like they're super successful because they came up with like. basically like a cult and they're like leading by like that's so much like a self-help is just like I'm leading by example which is I became rich because I wrote this book that you're reading about positive thinking so you can be like me too and and I feel like the only career that they encourage people to have is like also working in self-help
1: totally because it's yeah it's just a dog eating its own tail yeah um well i guess i don't know if this is being put out by goop press
2: i don't think so
1: no but they need they need another title quick because guys the foam roller life or whatever it's called it's dying on the vine really it's n- i don't know i'm just making this up but i, imagine I had a feeling you're i imagine it's not it on the new york times bestseller list well it's not shortlisted for the pulitzer um wow. it's not being optioned by netflix it's it's a complete disaster yeah uh, what would you try
2: Okay so going back again So I have spent a lot of time today With my Sakara Life I just I love Saqqara Life I love the brand I love the recipes I love the whole thing And the Goop Busy Girl Detox Talked about coconut yogurt I hate
1: coconut yogurt. I I bought it once. It's so bad.
2: They have this recipe in their book called orgasmic coconut yogurt. And in the my day, whatever, how I start my day article, she was like, every day we keep a jar of this coconut yogurt and we all eat it for breakfast and we love it. And I was like, okay, what if I made a big jar of it and kept it in my fridge?
1: I mean, maybe homemade coconut yogurt is better. I mean, they said it's
2: orgasmic. They keep talking about how good it is. How do you make
1: coconut yogurt?
2: Well, you're going to have to read the book, Brian. I I mean, I can't tell you because I don't know. I'm
1: not going to buy my own copy. So maybe you you can look. okay, okay, I'll look at it your house. It's a reference. This place is a reference library. There's no. Well,
2: I'm not allowed to take your Gwyneth Paltrow book out of your house. Well, that
1: was your own rule that you made. No,
2: you put it on me. You were like to save you from yourself. I will not because otherwise you'll go on a diet. And you were right. Right. You were right. Maybe we'll
1: do a, a switcheroo at some point
2: at some point but i'm i'm about to go back into it i mean yeah. i have to make this yogurt i have to make these salads
1: Ugh. and i've literally only made one recipe from that clean book Lagoon. it's all clean yeah, i wonder how clean. they stack up uh, i bet the uh, I, had, I hate to say it but i bet the sakara one's better
2: the sakara one well i don't know i may yeah. have just i may have oversold the <laughs> one, I'll be honest.
1: um so that's your try making the coconut yogurt yeah okay I would be curious to have it because every time I've had coconut yogurt, it is very disappointing. It's
2: orgasmic.
1: Sure, not as orgasmic as dry, dry brushing. brushing your husband. <laughs>
2: while well, your baby just like what is the baby doing while they're dry brushing each other? I'm
1: sure it has like a wet nurse or whatever.
2: If, <laughs> if you can find time to dry brush each other, you can have time to find time to have sex.
1: Yes, they obviously are. Trying desperately to do anything but have sex with each other. So
2: Maybe because they just had a baby and they don't want to. Sure.
1: You know, everyone has their own lives. And their they,
2: own sexual appetites. This is a judgment-free zone. That's right. Okay. Uh,
1: so my try is also part of the Sakara life. Really? It was the morning routine. She talked about, um, like, having her daily probiotics in the morning. And that was sort of revelatory to me because I <laughs> always take my probiotics at night before i go to bed oh, Really? because i i always think oh this is like helps with digestion blah 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 but maybe i'm doing it wrong
2: i always th- i never take probiotics but i did always think of it as like a morning thing. morning i
1: did it this morning be- based on sakara i took my um probiotics this morning and we'll see i don't know what we'll do see.
2: you i notice a difference when you take and don't take probiotics do you take them why do you take probiotics
1: I take probiotics because, in my head, I feel like it helps with digestion and like keeping a healthy gut flora. Mm-hmm. I, again, like everything else, I don't know what is a placebo effect mm-hmm. because I feel like, I mean, I think most people are like this too. You know, if I'm taking my probiotics regularly, I'm sort of in that mode of also probably like eating a little healthier and like exercising regularly. Like I go back and forth with, you know, how healthy a lifestyle I'm currently living. So I feel like I don't, I haven't like, um,
2: I mean like would you, when you take them at night, are they like serving the purpose of like an antacid?
1: No, more like, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, like I think it probably maybe keeps me regular. Yeah, uh, but again, but I don't like, know. I don't. I don't know.
2: But like, is it different from like if you just like drank kombucha or ate yogurt or something?
1: No, I bet kombucha. I bet it's better to actually have it in your food than just like a pill. Huh. It's sort of like, I don't know. It's just like a habit. I I have no idea. There's no That's there's good. no rhyme or reason. Hmm. Um, but I'm gonna yeah try in the morning and see. And I also these ones that they have these. 'Cause they have their own their own brand of probiotics, Sakara, which I'm sure are like so expensive. Probiotics are also like extremely expensive. Oh. And so I usually buy the cheapest one, like the you know, like the ones you don't even have to refrigerate at Trader Joe's that are like eight dollars. So I'm probably literally just putting sawdust in my body. I I'd doubt really it.
2: Do. I'm sure that there's like basically no difference between Trader Joe's and the other
1: ones. Uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, that was my try. Uh what was your buy?
2: Well, I didn't have one particular thing to buy, but I did notice that the sale has gone down to 60% off. Last week it was 40, so we said that we thought it was going to get better, and it did. So I don't have a specific thing in mind, but we're having a goop sale.
1: That's exciting. And I would
2: buy... And probably will at some point buy something look you can get, I could get BB a Harry barker green rope dog toy for three dollars
1: wow and they said um with every beauty purchase you get uh, a free sample pack of the goop uh, glycolic acid peels
2: which is worth it yeah those things are so great um look Brian you could get um bin charcoal
1: just like a thing of charcoal
2: you had to put it in your water. Remember? Oh yeah, you wanted that. I, think. I have. I have one. Well, you can get it for six I, bucks.
1: Really? Because I think I got one at the Goop store a long time ago.
2: Retails for sixteen.
1: I think I got that exact one, and it's in my like cupboard, and I've never even well, opened it. Get a it. new one. Yeah. I should.
2: You can buy the color purple for seven dollars.
1: No, I'm not supporting that anti-Semite. Oh, good. Um, guys, look it up.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she thinks that Jews are lizards or something yep. Um, and then the plant paradox Ugh. you get the plant paradox for only $8 I mean
1: I I think I did no I think I only got it from the library I didn't actually buy the plant paradox you can get a
2: Toshin book 1000 nudes history of erotic photography also for $8
1: I love <laughs> hey if you're if you ever need like a cool gift for someone go to the Toshin store they're
2: so expensive well I no never... you gotta
1: get the little paperback Um, there's like oh, there's like little okay. gifty ones by the counter that are like 10-12 bucks I got a uh, I got John um, like a Toms of Finland one once.
2: There's something on here that's called a set of five Dream Twigs that is pen. They're pencils,
1: and they're called Dream Twigs.
2: Yeah, but I'm looking at a picture of them, and I'm these are pencils like with an eraser, made from self-actualized wood that volunteered to become pencils. <laughs> they're nine dollars. Wow, <laughs> that's funny.
1: So many stocking stuff stuffers. And
2: yeah, get your stocking stuffers now. Everyone's going to think you're so like sophisticated. Or if you're
1: getting married and you have little gift bags for your guests, this would be perfect. Lots of reasons to yeah. spend money on making Gwyneth even richer than she is. And Elise buying her fucking Brentwood Hills home.
2: Look, Elise is going to be fine no matter what Ugh. you do. Yeah, Don't worry about Elise.
1: Oh no, I'm not. Um, Wow, so this is
2: there's a good sale oh my god you can get the whole 30 the book the whole 30 for 12 dollars. that's a fucking deal <laughs> wow uh
1: so go to goop.com we make no money off of this obviously we should start that like amazon can you like go like creating an account on Amazon where once if people buy stuff on Amazon, they click through to your page and then you like get a penny or something. Or is
2: that just I for charities? I think for charities. But I think well, that we can basically become. charity. I mean, we do need money so bad. Oh my god, there's an adorable dog sweater for eighteen dollars. Look, you guys, there's a goop exclusive golden breakfast gift set for eighteen dollars.
1: There's a lot of stuff. Um, so the thing this is boring. The thing I would buy is the Sakara Life cookbook. <gasps> yes! Because okay. So I'm a little confused. She says, "Meanwhile, so was, you know, I gravitate towards whenever they they talk about a man on these things." Okay. Meanwhile, my husband is usually warming up whatever came in our Sakara delivery which i'm not gonna buy the Sakara delivery it's
2: way too expensive
1: yeah um and
2: i also think it's only in new york
1: oh i don't know and then it says my husband also makes his specialty an egg over easy on top of a ezekiel toast with arugula and red pepper flakes. that is
2: not in the Sakara cookbook
1: that was my question because that is like it's one, vegan there's no egg oh uh, because that's like one of my sort of go-to breakfasts pretty much no um okay. there won't be any eggs yeah that's what i don't know um it's vegan interesting all right well i revoke that okay uh so i would buy nothing live a buddhist life the middle way (gasps) i found the thing i'm gonna Mm. buy what
2: swashy room shoes they're like um slippers
1: great aggie's gonna buy they retail
2: oh my god they're these like adorable machine washable japanese oh they're not in my size they only have them available in large their final sale, if you are a size, if your foot is a size nine or ten women or an eight and a half to ten men, I'm going to tell you to get them. They're so cute and they are only $26 marked down from 64 final sale. That is a deal on Goop. That's a good one.
1: Guys, don't hesitate.
2: Don't hesitate.
1: Go right now. And also, go to iTunes. Rate us five stars, review us. I looked, I hadn't looked in a while because we haven't gotten a new five star review since January. You guys, please. So um, we need reviews. We need reviews. Our podcast is like over two years old. Hopefully, maybe some new people have found it because they were searching for Goop Fellows. Who knows? Uh, we also have a, I mean, new, I doubt that, but a new high-res logo that you might have noticed. Yeah, one
2: of us made it and it wasn't me. <laughs> it took me. Thanks, Brian. It
1: should have taken me five minutes. It took two and a half hours. It
2: seems extremely hard. Um, it.
1: I think we're also on Spotify. At least they said we were on Spotify. Uh, so if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, I think you can get Goop yourself um, on that now. And uh, come to our Patreon. We're just yes. about to record our monthly bonus episode in which we, yeah, we review the glycolic peel um, from yes. Goop, and yes. we also review a movie that Gwyneth Paltrow stars a in. Gwyneth
2: Paltrow movie, but which one will it be? I'm gonna have to listen to find out. Yep. Um, thank you guys for you listening. He'll probably be you, one yeah. I mean, it. it's not
1: it's not one of her her more acclaimed roles.
2: All right. Thank you for listening.
1: We'll talk to you We next love week. you. We love you.
2: Goodbye. Bye.
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.